Talk with Mr. B. Hey, hello. This is Mr. B. Welcome. Welcome to Free Talk with Mr. B. Our guest today has something quite interesting because his highlight is he took the risk. And it seems like throughout his career, he kept taking the risk and winning. Let's listen to him as we carry on with Free Talk, because this is Free Talk, Free Talk with Mr. B. So just keeping it easy, uh, yeah. you, you I think you told me already you're from what part of India you said you're from, your family. So I'm, I was born in Mumbai and then i shifted i got shifted with my uh, my one one part of my family to a small town uh, in uh, in uh, which is next to mumbai it's called okay. daman yeah and you're with me here in dubai at the same time but you've been to a few other countries too uh yeah which ones were those I've been to countries like Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, uh, Indonesia, Brunei, wow. I- Iraq, of course, Africa, Sri Lanka. Apart uh, from that, which country I went? Uh, uh, Qatar, uh, Muscat. Um, mm. Yeah. Did a lot of traveling for a young man. Um, some of those, yeah. <laughs> some of those places are on my list too. Um, which one was your favorite? Because I, I really like how Singapore was was so green. Yeah, I like Singapore, and I'm uh, personally in in love with uh, with Thailand actually. Okay. The, the especially the out outskirts. I okay okay like uh, I mean I've been to Pattaya. Yeah. You've been down there. Yeah, I've been there. I've okay. been to Koh Samui, an island. Okay, cool. I've well, been to Bangkok. And my favorite, my favorite is, is in, actually my favorite city is in Valencia, Spain. I just love it there. It just makes me feel real cool, real relaxed. Mo- most of yes. yours was um, for work? Uh, just... No, it was it was only, only, uh, only leisure. Yes, only just traveling, traveling through? Yeah, 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 just traveling, just traveling, just oh. traveling, exploring. Nice, nice. And that was like before you started your family or after? A bit, like 95% before. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know my work had taken me a lot of places, but it's really, really nice to kind of get all the eye openers of being all over the world. Um, true, true, true. Right? So you're in my industry, um, the one I supposedly just left, that oil industry. And so, right. yeah, I know the the one in northern Iraq or parts of Iraq was for oil industry. Um, for yourself, let's see, where else did you go based on your work? Based on your work, it's mean it's only Iraq, Africa, and uh, Iraq, Africa, and Muscat. Okay, you keep saying Africa. Which part of Africa? I went to Uganda. Oh, okay. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I met some people here in Dubai from Uganda too. But I didn't even, I didn't know they had an oil industry there at all. Actually, it was like for a a company from Dubai, they wanted to, uh, they wanted to actually put a fueling station there. I see, I see. Yeah, so we went for a site survey there for three days. 
So how long you've been doing that kind of stuff, that kind of oil industry, business engineering, process engineer? Because you're a process engineer, right? Yeah, I'm a process engineer. Uh, basically, chemical and chemical engineer, and then I mo moved into this process field. Right, right. And I think that that part of the industry is is, is what you're working on now too. And um, I'm laughing because I know you work with me on these kind of things even more recently than not. Uh, but your listeners sometimes 16 years. 16 years in the industry. Okay, yeah. okay, good, yeah. good, good. Because I know sometimes people wonder. Um, where their career will take them and and maybe even the decision factor and in, in their career. What what made you decide your career? I mean, uh, we might have some young people listening, they may want to know. So so there was a uh, there was a belief at that time, probably around uh, twenty years ago, that uh, uh, to for a middle class person to earn well uh, and to be uh, financially uh, good throughout their life, the two professions which were really, really trusted by everyone was doctor and engineer. You know, okay. so my father used to work for an engineering company in a non-engineering background, but he used to tell stories and he used to talk about all this commissioning and everything, and he used to be really fascinated of the of the stuff which engineers used to do in the plant, in the life plant, commissioning plant. So that was there instilled in the mind when I was growing up. And uh, then uh, I was not very bright, to be very honest, to become a doctor. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so finally I got, I got a, a engineering uh, a college admission. Uh, once I uh, became an engineer, okay, I thought that once I will have my degree, there will be a red carpet in front of me. Uh, you know, welcoming me that now you are an engineer and let me give you, let us give you a better life, a good life. But that was not the case. I just realized that the struggle is yet to begin. <laughs> and no, it was very important that you had your degree, but no freebies per se. No freebies. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm I started glad. in operations. Uh huh. I started in operations and uh, and and I made it in a way that in two years my salary was like. Let's say that time it was ten thousand rupees, but then uh, because the setup was not good, or maybe maybe things were not that professional in the setup, I found it very monotonous, and I decided to move into the design field. But I moved at fifty percent of my salary, so I from see. ten thousand I moved to five thousand. Yeah. But that was not here in Dubai. That was elsewhere. No, no, no. It was in India. It okay, in okay. India. Yeah. And. And what caused the transition to Dubai? Just searching, or how did that come about? Just from so, uh, to Dubai. Yeah. So, so what happened was that uh, uh, I found myself in a company which was running from a, like a, a medium-sized apartment, and they were doing some engineering services work. Very small company, probably 40 people. But then uh, I had this. Uh, you know, uh, my patient ran out of. Uh, of making more money so i started you know challenging myself and i take started taking more responsibility which was observed by the boss there so he gave me a sort of a control of that office and to manage like 30 40 people at that time uh, this was uh, this was in 2006 and 7 i was 26 at that time and that's where i started getting engaged in a lot of things so i started posting stuff i started posting on job website that this is the project which i'm handling this is so so they actually searched from me from a job website a company here in sharjah in uae okay and then they contacted me and then they offered me the appointment okay so 
um, you certainly exerted yourself or took the risk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I had no clue. Actually, in fact, I had to search uh, what kind of traditions is being followed because I knew I heard the name about Sharjah and Dubai and Abu Dhabi, but there was no one in my closest vicinity whom I could talk and you know feel good about that you come here and no problem there. Okay, but that was not when you took the risk. I mean, you took the first risk when you were in that office. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I left my normal life that time. You know, people at my age used to go out with friends and and uh, uh, you know hang around girlfriends and everything. I used to work seven days a week. I see. Yeah, I used to work seven days a week. The one day was a full day class, which my boss only ha was organizing in a different institute, and I used to travel like uh, two and a half hours one way on a Sunday, where my I used to see my friends. Uh, calling me from the playground that come and have, um, have play with me and I used to carry my bag and go. That was <laughs> that was tough. It, it sounds like there will be a risk that you didn't have as much fun in your youth, but you took the risk to decide to take on the responsibility of that office. And if you didn't take yeah, that on, nobody would have noticed you. Yeah, yeah, sure. You, yeah, you think, it's, sure. is that true, you think? Yeah, that that's true. That's true. In fact, I had a one-on-one -on -one confession with my boss, actually. Uh, one day, I still remember he called me. I said, I want to talk to you and he called me the next day, which was an off day to the office and it was only two of us. And he told uh, me what is required for uh, me to actually get a salary, which is 35% more, which I wanted at that time very badly. And he told me uh, terms and conditions, one, two, three, four, five. And I had to uh, fulfill or, add, uh, or, 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 you know, commit to all that five requirements. and. Uh, he just uh, noticed and from there on the salary started increasing every two months. Okay. So he initiated that or you initiated that by... I, by I, I initiated that. Oh, I initiated you, that. You initiated uh, the confession. Yeah, because the, in, our, in, our, in our terminology, in our oil and gas terminology, we say that, you know, that safety valve set point was there and it popped up for me <laughs> that enough of this enough of this work and enough of this less pay uh, somebody at least come in front of me and tell me what i need to do to get more money and to get more success okay too. and so yeah sometimes it is a risk asking so you took the risk and you got noticed yeah. so this company was like a headhunter in um in in dubai because you started advertising that you're working on all these little things right you're kind yeah, of it's a, it's a company called monster.com actually it's a very oh, okay, famous yeah, one yeah, it's very popular website. in the u.s you placed yeah, your yeah. you placed your ad and your roles and responsibilities on, on monster.com and let them yes. know your engineering right yeah. I just figured that people listening to this podcast and young people um, listen to the podcast we always say if one person just one person can gather a little tidbit from your experience and apply it and then, then we have reached our goal of giving back and giving back to the community because people might listen We'll try and get these yeah. podcasts um, wherever podcasts in, are found, even in India. We will advertise your story. Um, so the company found you and you came, you just packed up and came to India. What did your family say? I mean, you packed up and came to Dubai. What did your family say? Um, actually, we were financially not that great that time, you know. So as we say that, you know, when we are at that stage, you have very less choices. So the family, I convinced the family saying that, uh, you know, this is an opportunity and all uh, the, the main focus was that uh, in India, if you compare and if you compare in UAE, the salary goes by on an average five to six times. Okay, the exchange rate. So if you work, yeah. if you work in Dubai, 
you'll be like yeah. getting six times more. Yes, I yes, see. yes, yes. Uh, and it was an international exposure. Uh, on the other hand, uh, there were some few, few my uh, well wishers like how you are right now, who motivated me and who actually pushed me to take this role. And uh, yeah, that's how everything started. <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate you get motivation from me. Um, but I get a lot of motivation from you just listening to your story. So what year was that you came all the way over here from India and your family uh, say goodbye or whatever? I got the appointment in November 2007 and okay. I came here January 27th, 2008, 7 p.m. Dubai time. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that date all too well, huh? I know, it was drizzling actually. It made me, it made me feel good, but that was the only drizzle I saw in many years then. <laughs> like a like a life-changing date yeah it was so i know what company you work for now so did you work for that company then or a different company no at that time i i, I got an appointment for a company called it's called uh, mis maritime industrial services like a, uh, sounds like shipping and, uh, it was it was it was earlier yeah and uh, they they had a division of oil and gas Okay. okay, and uh, it was owned by actually, it was wonderful to tell you this, that it was owned by one gentleman called Jerry Smith, who also was from the United States. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that time it was 30 year old company, well established, good, but it was like a, it was like a well knitted family that time. I like the culture there. Okay. And so they, although it sounds like a shipping company, they had a division oil and gas and you joined their oil and gas division. Yeah, actually, uh, I was not knowing uh, they, 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 they did some skill testing of mine at a at a kind of an engineer level when they asked me questions. But then uh, they were supposed to get a complete offshore development project of a field which is there in Oman waters on the border of Iran. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I had not that much of exposure. So I, actually, that was a big risk taken by me that okay to say yes and started working i single-handedly in process completed that project and it's running successfully oh once again you took the risk it was it was a risk it was a <laughs> risk God. because uh not not exposure to the softwares not exposure to the standards which are used but it was like okay no problem i have the right in uh intent and I will make it happen. So that was the, that was the main, uh, you know, driving force. And, and you don't have to be exact. I'm imagining you just have to realize you have the skill set, the background skill set, because you're willing yeah. to take the yeah. risk. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Intent is important, actually. That's what I feel. You know, your intent and uh, uh, going by your hunger and uh, you know, not uh, doubting yourself, you will make it happen. You know. That's right. what I you, you sure demonstrated you have that hunger to achieve. Now, I don't see you like that here exactly like if you have that hunger drive. And I know it's yeah. a weird time in our world today and in the oil industry and in energy industry. But do you feel that you still have that drive, that hunger for more? Um, obviously, with age, it has come a little bit down. But uh, if you see here, the system is completely different. I, um, my personality is such, and I don't. I want to change that for good. Is that I? I need to be pushed into, and then if things are matters are left with me, I will take care of everything. That happened to me in Bombay when I when I when at the age of 26, as I was handling that office and the engineering works, you know, 
but uh, when when there are so many people involved i tend to you know uh, i tend to uh, take a, a little bit of backseat and uh, not you know it's like only one person can catch the steering every time you know when you are driving yeah not not like you also want to share the steering so i'd like look i feel that let me be part of the team and let me get in get in whenever the team needs me and i i noticed that part for sure cuz i mean you stayed quiet and when i really needed you you stepped up and and jumped right into the relationship so we we grew the the relationship the friendship and got our work done and i really appreciate that but i i didn't yeah but having said that uh-huh. sorry but having said that i i think you saw me as a part of a team but when you came before that it was like Three and a half years, I was in this company as a single-handed person to take care of stuff. So yeah. at that time, I did everything, whatever going out of the way. You know, uh, the, I'll give a simple example. The last plant which we commissioned, I was not supposed to be the commissioning person, and the person withdraw, withdrew three days before the commissioning. You know, and then I went ahead and I finished the commissioning. so i did everything in this company and people knows this which was required at that stage but now that when we have people for everything then i don't get try to get involved in you know because i did operation stuff also i did a little bit of maintenance stuff also i did uh, definitely my engineering stuff i did a little bit of project management handling clients a lot of things right so whenever you thrown into the fire you're all fired up and you know what to do but when everyone else is there to take over the roles you you don't behave like if you need to take over all the roles and that's a good lesson I, that's a good lesson for yeah. other people jump in jump in there when you're needed but allow everyone else to be heroes when when they're around cuz at that time i mean i'm picking up on it at, at that time um you don't need to be everything because there are other people around but if it was just you yeah. you would do what you have to do yeah okay cool very nice So I mean there's a there's a lot still even with coronavirus and our world changing there's still a lot of people are going to want to get some advice and suggestions on on what to do and how to proceed what would you tell them let's let's say they were just asking you what would you tell them as part of your story okay. uh if i have to advise considering the current scenario i would definitely ask people to look for diversification i would definitely uh, don't uh, don't uh, start molding your life uh, as uh, you know what you saw for your let's say an elder brother or your father or you know what what has been done in the past because it's been it's been changing the trend is all changed so what i feel is that uh look for diversification rather than you know uh sticking your uh, sticking yourself into one particular stuff which you have been doing or which you are let's say comfortable with explore uh this is the right time uh and uh, uh basically when i say diversification is look for multiple sources of income that's what my meant in okay. in the smallest way possible and i have learned this from i have picked up that point from you also when we had a lot of discussion that you need to put this here and you need to put that you know yeah people who remember know. the starbucks the starbucks calculation you showed me <laughs> starbucks coffee calculation you remember that i still remember yeah 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 for sure <laughs> it makes so much sense actually yeah uh, yes uh, yeah. alex a lot of people who know me will know 
that that idea of diversifying your career diversifying your life and diversifying your ability to generate income is always something i say because when one thing falls apart you have others so the old saying is never put all of your eggs in one basket yeah yeah i i call it as plan b and now with this current scenario it's about plan c and plan d and plan e you know? right because because gone are the days when you are going to have if you need 15000 or 20000 us a month it's going to come from one source it's going to be very difficult now you know right at the same time you have to you have to maintain a life and you have to live a lifestyle at that time now is the time when you need to see that okay from where i can get this 2000 3000 you know considering my current scenario so that keeps your mind engaging and that keeps you uh, com- continuously challenging yourself thinking out of the box and that's the best way that's what i feel yeah like i was saying if you if you went to um your old armada you went to old university and you were to give a speech to them you will tell them something like that and that probably would be your keynote point about diversification true yeah true true very good so and in a sense from you personally and family what what happens from here you think uh, how do you see um the coronavirus future or the new the new world future <laughs> uh the, the new world is right now um wherever wherever we are let us first of all secure that source of income uh, as we say and there are so many messages which flaunts on the on the social media saying that if you are still having a source of income you should be thankful yeah, with the bet. current scenario yeah, yeah yes. that's that's the one thing but then then it's about it's about this is also a time where you have to prepare yourself for any future uh you know kind of calamities which are going to come which 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 you have a control on or which you don't have a control on so you know um, i personally feel and this is okay i'll i'll keep it to myself i'm not uh, instigating someone or i'm not asking someone to follow this is that you know that the party culture what we have okay you work for 5 days and you party for 2 days i think that has to change a little bit and you have to also start putting your mind in what you do on a weekend I'm not saying don't party but still you need to start <laughs> thinking that what can be done in a better way what can I do more you know yeah. and I guess something like um I I'm trying to draw this example to myself and this podcast um this episode is about you not me but the point is I we're on a podcast um yeah. and so we're trying to reach back and give back to the community so on a weekend I'm thinking to myself and at my age group I'm like what can I give back And so my goal is to find um experienced souls like yourself to come and to come on and talk to me about their experience and then we will post it around the world <clears throat> the whole idea is to give to give back and so as I'm giving back it feels like the weekend culture is changing so I'm going to use that as my weekend culture <laughs> continue i'm going to follow your recommendation and continue i'm sorry to... <laughs> i'm sorry it is not something like you know i don't i would, i want people not to enjoy life but at the same time you know that should mm-hmm. be a more kind of inclination towards doing something you know more and more yeah. so that you know and and, and, and again that's why i wanted free talk because free talk means that people can come on and start sharing because um there was a time where it had different aspects of the world changing where volunteerism increased So this is one of the right. times where sharing might increase because things are happening all over and if we cannot share our resources at least we can share our experiences and free talk with Mr. B allow people to come on and share their experience 
yours have been awesome and it's uh, talking about the aspects to where you took the risk and and about diversification and, and understanding like we were saying about not putting all of our eggs in one basket and still finding new ways of generating income or like the like you concluded with with making your weekends way more managed or way more useful balanced with partying uh, i like that i think it's really really nice and um, the question is, would you come on again? Would you have some subjects you'd like to come on and tell us about? Some experiences you'd like to tell us about? Because everybody has absolutely. more. Absolutely, absolutely. If uh, if uh, if at all we can we can discuss few stuff on offline, and uh, if I can contribute on stuff, wherein we can actually have a a good session on this uh, uh, different uh, eggs in different basket kind of stuff. You know, a more precise one. What exactly can be done at at all possible all possible level? It's not about that. Okay, I am only earning few thousands, and what can I do in that? I mean, we can we can actually go out, dig, explore, and and come up with some solution which can definitely help people. You know, some of the people because yes, you yes. know everyone starts with one particular stage. You know, it's not like you you start at the top level itself. So yeah, uh, in fact, I I missed that point actually. Uh, honestly speaking, in my early days, there was no one to guide me or there is no one to tell me that. You know, my boss used to always say. Like uh, you know, whatever happens, you know, you have to buy one piece of land. Even if you buy a a, a size of a of a toilet in Bombay, you have to buy that size that that <laughs> land in, because it's going to help you. Yeah. You know. But that time, that time it was not understood well, or or probably nobody like pushed us, or nobody you know right. uh, stage step step by step guidance was not there. But it makes so much sense actually. For sure, we'll use this platform to talk about what can be done, and we'll also. Um, invite other entrepreneurs on or people who are doing things to tell us what they're doing and and maybe even advertise their new business and so on to talk in detail about it and remind our audiences about where they can go and how they can find them online to like subscribe suggests and share and so on because that's the kind of economy we're in we need to help each other and if you and i sure. are doing well i think we should definitely um, give back to our communities and, uh, I 100% agree with you, and you know how much I like you. So <laughs> it's 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 going to be an awesome collaboration, you know. Yes, thanks. And and whether here or you know or in, in Mumbai, even you, I will help somebody start their own podcast if they want. And for us, we should be sharing it over there so other um, countries can hear the story about what to do, what we think you can do, and they can pick up a tidbit from it. So hey, it was really nice having you on, and I really look forward to having you on again. Thank you very much, Bart. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Thanks for having such a great talk on Free Talk with Mr. B. Talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. B. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. Please remember to subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode.